Blame it on the goo-goos. Got you feeling loose. Blame it on the drum. Got you being a girl. Blame it on the Hello and welcome to the Best Friends Fancast. We are an Allison Rosen fan podcast. I am your host, Rafael Marquez Castaneda. Your other host, Lisa Lowry, is busy catching diseases in San Pedro. But to make up for the fact that we're down a host, I made sure to get two great guests. Welcome back to the show, Megan Parkansky. Go, Pat, go. Megan, how are you doing? I am well. The Packers just won. We're hanging out, drinking Michelob Ultras. I'm seeing Lauren for the first time in a long time, and I'm an engaged woman. I'm off the market. Um, thank you for introducing our next guest before I had a chance to. This is like the opposite of Allison's show. Guests get introduced <laughs> before you know it. <gasps> what? I just saw your, your pal pop up for your hard drive. Oh, Kristen? Yeah. Oh, hey. I was like, I didn't want to interrupt. Sorry. <laughs> um, <laughs> Megan has run off to hand a work-related hard drive to someone. A quarter? Wow. Hollywood busy type business. Yeah, I got oh, a cord. I thought you said a quarter. That makes <laughs> more sense. It's going to be fun to edit. Oh, Feeney's jersey. I thought she said a quarter. I was like, I was like, why would you need a quarter? She said a cord. Okay. Um, yeah, the opposite of uh, Allison's show. And uh, now, welcome back to the show, the aforementioned Lauren Kelly. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being on since Lisa is irresponsible and refuses to have <laughs> guests on. She just is like, Meh, I don't want to have people. It's a show about me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Um, but before we continue with this goddamn show, I need to uh, catch this crack. 
Megan thought Michelob Ultra had a standard cap. And I was like, that's a twist off. But she's so dainty. Megan, explain yourself. Uh, I mean, I've just been taking the caps off with the bottle opener because I tried opening one once and I'm like, ouchie, that hurts my hand. So I assumed that it was a uh, like a kind, but it's a kind. Wow. Well, you know what we're drinking. Lauren, are you imbibing this evening? Um, I'm just having some iced coffee because I'm going to have to go out later oh, uh, to yes. look at some mushrooms in the dark. <gasps> oh, yes. So I didn't want right now <laughs> very exciting stuff there are bioluminescent mushrooms that you're gonna go look at mm-hmm. they're called jack-o'-lanterns that's their common name and um apparently they're gonna glow when i bring my brand new uv flashlight so we'll see wow follow her on instagram and check that out um before we get to the show megan i'm looking up the mushroom I was going to say, do you have any shout outs? <laughs> uh, yeah. Shout out to Trice. Who? Trice. <laughs> Who? Trice. Who? Trice. Okay. <laughs> Is that it? Uh, shout out to Trice. He checked in with me recently and I'm like, I love you. You're sweet. The gentlest soul on the planet Earth. And shout out to Lisa who gave me a shout-out last episode. Shout-out to Lee Bruns. Shout-out to all the Allison people. Wow. Lauren, do you have any shout-outs? Yes, I do. Shout-out to Leanne. Uh, she and I check in with each other a lot. Um, shout-out also to Trice. He sent me a comic book called Squirrel Girl because I have some squirrel friends in my neighborhood that I like to feed. And so, yeah, he sent me this really cool comic book called Squirrel Girl, and it's great. Um, and also Lisa, miss you, Lisa. Um, and and Megan and Jess, congratulations. I'm Yay. being engaged. I'll tell her when she wakes up. Okay. <laughs> uh, my only shout out is going to be to Lauren and Megan, because they make it very easy to get people on this show when um, I can't find a guest because we switch our plans like the day before. So thank you both. You're Moving on to the show. Wait, do we have any BFF hotline calls? I don't think we do. Where's Demian? He's been slacking. <gasps> I lied. We sure do. Let's see who called the number, which we all know by now. It's 818-BFF-0732. What do you got to say, caller? Hello, this is Leanne um, from Maine, and I feel like I need to say Maine because uh, the Monday guest is now in Maine, which is pretty awesome. But I had something else I needed to address from that Allie McKay episode. I posted about it in our awesome Best Friends Fan Cast Facebook group. But I wanted to also say it um, verbally as well, I guess. Um, I have to defend my honor because I commented on the Patreon page that I enjoyed Allie's 
appearance on Jimmy Pardo's Never Not Funny, and in that comment, I did say her most recent appearance, but I was wrong about that. It was actually the December 24th, uh, 2020 appearance, but my point was that I especially enjoyed their takedown of Adam Carolla, and they didn't seem to remember that there was ever a takedown of Adam Carolla, but I will tell you that there was. Um, so on that episode, the December 24th, 2020 episode of Never Not Funny, right around the one hour and eight minute mark, they start talking about him. I think actually they talk about him, Jimmy talks about him a little bit before that at some point, but then they start talking about him again. And um, Allie, she was pretty, you know, she, she made a joke about him. And, but Jimmy really was pretty straightforward and harsh about him, which I loved. So I would encourage you all to go listen to that. And I particularly encourage you all to go listen and know that I was right. They did take him down in that episode. All right. I would apologize to you all for this rambling message and blame it on the alcohol. But as you all know, I don't drink. So I, just got really excited. I only have <laughs> myself to blame. All right. Talk to you all later. Love you. Bye. Love you. Uh-huh. Did we ever figure out from the last episode when Lisa was like, Leanne got cited as the source of criticism of something on Allison's show? Remember I that? It, wasn't it Angela? Yeah, that's it, it what, was. That's what Lisa said. Yeah, it was Dr. Angela. And I think Leanne did it also at some point. Mm. So that's where the confusion came from. Thank you, Leanne, for calling in. Um, yeah, good to know that, uh, Corolla was taken down, even though it was almost a year ago. <laughs> um, not like weeks ago. Um, yeah. On that note, let's move on to the Monday show. They had Allie McKay. And at the top, we got some talk with Tony. Do you guys ever get the stupids the day after drinking or partying? I have the stupids low-key on the regular. I don't think I... When I used to smoke weed, I think I had a little more of that back in the day, but I don't feel, like, stupider after I drink the next day. I feel tireder and achier and sicker. And grumpier? And probably grumpier. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Lauren... Do you get a case of the stupids? Um, I think so. Yeah. I think I like have have trouble thinking of the word I want a little bit more like if I've been drinking or just drinking. <laughs> oh, just drinking. Well, or smoking a lot of I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Hard mm. to tell. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, when you take substances that impair you, uh, yeah, it's going to be rough the next day, depending on how much you take. So uh, I guess you could say, I don't know, no Portuguese. What? <laughs> what? Lisa gets it. Okay. That's all that matters. Oh, a Seinfeld reference? Of course. Okay. Um, 
Allison mentioned a life hack for when she loses her phone. Megan, I can't help but notice you have some weird clear amber-colored case. It's not weird, and it's not amber. It's clear. Do you ever find yourself uh, looking for your phone and unable to find it? What was her life hack? She got like a purple case or something so that it sticks out in her all-white life or whatever color it was. I forget. Do I ever misplace my phone is what you're asking? And then have trouble finding it. Look, it's dark on a DAC, on a DAC, on a DAC (laughs) surface. Not as much as you would think. I'm super forgetful. Like I've left the keys in our door probably 10 times since we moved in here a year ago. But I feel like I might misplace my phone to the point where Jess has to call it like once every five months. Maybe it's a triannual event. Which I think is pretty good, right? That's not that's not a lot. Nah. Yeah. Lauren. Yeah, I misplace my phone sometimes, not because it blends in with things, but because, like, something I'm doing something else, and I just put it someplace stupid that I shouldn't put it, like up high, or like I'm putting away laundry in the boys' room, and I leave my phone like on one of their dressers, and then that's not where I'm going to think it is. So that's more my problem than, than it not sticking, standing out. But yeah, I have like Noah call my phone more often than, than you have to have Jess call yours. So I'm doing a little worse with the phone. (laughs) What is your phone case? It's um, teal. And then my, I have a pop socket. That's like a, a red Amanita mushroom, like the red with the dots so it stands out pretty good. I went, I wanted to know if you had them. I, I asked because I'm like, I bet it's got mushrooms on. <laughs> yeah. And I also keep my phone face down like Allison said she does. Yeah, Be- I do too. Yeah, like always. I was confused that that wasn't the normal thing. They were talking about it like that's the anomaly. I'm like, that's wait, that's normal, right? Yeah. Well, I was going to say that my phone life hack is if I do misplace it, I just say, hey, S word. And then it, the screen will light up and she'll go, uh-huh. But if you have it face down, it ignores that. So I could just be yelling, hey, S-word all day. And it's not going to answer because when you put it on face down. But I think it's pop socket people put their phone face down because the pop socket makes it hard to like lay flat, right. I would assume. Right. I don't know. I'm not a pop socketer. But Megan, I'm not a pop socketer. You we say. All got, we all got air in the F- <laughs> pop sockets at one point though you say but i'm not a pop socket girl what? you say you put your phone face down and all i see is a face up phone right now i was checking for kristen's text mm. sounds like you're trying to gaslight me oh my god i was like where did i put my phone it's right here man i do get a case of the stupids tony mentioned that he's trying to go out more you know things are loosening up out here in los angeles megan how often do you go out? Plenty. I barely, I, I don't dictate my life at all anymore as to whether or not there is COVID because when I'm indoors, I wear a mask. When I'm outdoors, ever since the stats came in that the outdoor contagious rate was like less than 1% when they formally were saying it was like 10% and then they're like, oh, actually it's like less than 1%, maybe like point something something percent. So I'm like, sweet. I'm vaccinated. A lot of people in Los Angeles are vaccinated. Chances of it getting contagious 
out in the outdoors is not likely. And then when I'm indoors, I wear a mask and I, I do stuff normal pretty much. Yeah, we've gone to see Tony play at a bar. Mm-hmm. We have been to Taco Tuesday and mm-hmm. cornholing. Mm-hmm. And we also played a game where we sack, uh, where we toss sacks into holes. <laughs> Lauren, how often uh, are you going out? Uh, okay, the last time I was out was like out, out. I, I go to the woods by myself, but out in public, um, I was at Oktoberfest on October, I forget what, uh, for <laughs> to be a judge in a wiener dog parade. And that was really fun. But I just went there and um, that was outdoors. So I did not have a mask on and um, I judged the parade and went right home. <laughs> but and I don't think I said this on the podcast yet, but I'm officially divorced for a couple of months now. So that's very exciting. But it does also keep me home a lot. I mean, probably not any more than usual, but I'm I'm just always home uh, with with uh, Noah and um yeah pr- uh, other than the Oktoberfest I haven't really been out since you and Lisa were here <laughs> mm. um I forgot to mention why Lisa was in San Pedro she was also judging wieners <laughs> um then they got to their guest and I'm forgetting her name Mary <laughs> oh god what was her name who what Allie McKay Allie McKay not Mary Allie McKay and they were talking about Rhode Island, Maine, New England, and if it's romantic to move, or would it actually be a nightmare? Lauren, you're kind of in the Northeast. What do you think? Um, it's great here. C- come on down now. Come on over, everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you get seasons, like like they say. Uh, the, the trees are very beautiful here right now. Do you guys have that? Do you get no? No. <laughs> we do somewhat, but not like that. Yeah. Have you been to Maine or to New England? No, but I'd really like to go to Maine. I hear that you can like go whale watching there. I would love to try that. Um also heard a cool lady named Leanne is there. So sounds like a cool place. I'm going. Are you going, Megan? I'm going to do a special segment. Oh, my God. You're going to have to hold it up to the mic. Unexpected segment. It may or may not. Let's hope she doesn't answer. My parents are in Maine right now. Oh, thank God. You were going to call your parents? Yeah, they're in Maine. Yeah. Yeah. My mom has always wanted to take a vacation uh, on the East Coast, and I think it's Maine specifically, but she mentioned like Massachusetts, Rhode Island, just like that kind of East Coast area, and she was sending me a bunch of pictures of them at the ocean and stuff. Let's see if my dad will answer. (laughs) Um, But that's been like my mom's thing. Of all the places in wherever she could want to go, she wanted to go to like quaint little Maine. If you call both of your parents back to back, they're going to think you're in the hospital. Yeah. yeah, They're fine. Yeah, I don't know what they're doing. They're out eating lobster or something. I don't know. <laughs> but yeah, the timing the timing is strange. That's where they are right now. That's so cool. That's so cool. Yeah. 
Oh, wait, I think they're, we're patching your parents in. Oh, Kev, don't answer the phone. That batty Megan is trying to ruin our vacation to Maine. Gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> um, You've done better impressions of my mom. Uh, oh, that was your dad. Oh. JK. <laughs> um, well, you know, eventually we're going to have to go visit Leanne in Maine. Oh, yeah. Um, hopefully your parents don't call back because I, I, we don't have time for this kind of nonsense. Yeah, that's fine. Um, j- I just, I'm just giving Megan shit. Um, <laughs> next, Jensen Carp came up mm. and they mentioned him getting canceled for the cinnamon toast shrimp thing. But really, it was his horrible human behavior. It seems they are poo-pooing it as stuff happened or minimizing it. But do you think he should be canceled? Should he say something? And what do you think his silence is saying, Megan? Those are very loaded questions. <laughs> I think they. I think it's just because they're like formerly in their circles. They don't want to talk about stuff. Like when you become a famous podcaster and get canceled. I don't necessarily want to directly address it. I'd probably beat around the bush a little too. What do you think I'll get canceled for? I mean, there's a lot of... Shooting up a mall, probably. A mall? I would at least go for like an elementary school or something. Canceled. (laughs) Um, I hope that Allison uses... Um, my name once I become notorious to get some downloads. She'll be like, I had him on my show. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they'll go back and listen to the archives. <laughs> listen to this right now, trying to get in the mind of Raphael. Yeah, to see Marquez, what, what I was thinking before it happened. Um, Lauren, do you think that they're just poo-pooing it as stuff happened or like minimizing it? Or do you think he should actually be canceled? Well, I think... I don't want to support him, but, you know, I don't think that's a hard question. But, like, I would say, like, yeah, he sounds horrible and I wouldn't want to um, talk to him or anything. And but I think, like, Allison was hope it, like because she's brought it up a couple of times, but only like very like a little bit. And I think she's like hoping that someone's going to say like, oh, no, he's cool. It's not real. Or, like, I feel like she's hoping that someone else is going to give her, like, a strong opinion one way or the other, because I think maybe she doesn't know how to feel, because she feels like she knew him a little bit, and, you know, I think she's, like, slow to make a decision about something. She wants to, like, like, maybe she doesn't know how he feels, she feels about him, but, yeah, like, the way she asked Allie McKay was, like, oh, he's been on the show a few times and then you know was probably hoping Allie would say like yeah he's cool but yeah if he didn't say anything about it or deny it then I'm sure it's true yeah and Allie said um you know that he hasn't like come out and said it was a lie so it's kind of like his silence is you know speaking for him but I also think it probably happened and it it kind of sounded I think the reason it's probably not like he hasn't like been fully quote unquote canceled is because it is just kind of like shitty behavior. It's not like super abusive. Um, Maybe I'm misremembering what happened, but it seemed like he was just like a shitty boyfriend who was 
a fucking asshole to his girlfriend. Yeah, I think when it comes to canceling someone who has a lot of Hollywood clout, there's a difference between someone doing something and that just awakens you to the fact that you could be a fan of them, but they're probably a shitty-ish person to some extent. And there's another canceling where it's like, oh, actually, this person working in Hollywood is dangerous. If they're Mm -hmm. your boss, they're like, they're not safe. Yeah. And so I don't think that's the case where it's like, if you work with Jensen Karp, he's going to like make a pass at you or something. This was just like, oh, okay, he's an asshole. Well, there you go. I think, if anything, um, Topanga, his current wife, should uh, make a statement for him. Because people love her. Yeah. We're going to believe her, whatever she says. If she's like, hey, maybe he was a dick, but he's great to me and our child. I don't think that he would be a dick to her because I think he's the kind of person who is probably super great to, like, people who have more power than him. Uh, Yes. It's Julie. It's dad. Dad, where are you right now? Home. Oh. Home. Where were you? I had the popcorn popper going. I just made popcorn. <laughs> no. I didn't hear it. No. Where, where were you vacationing? Oh, um, we were vacationing in Vermont, New Hampshire, and Maine. Wow. Where did you go in Maine? Bar Harbor and Acadia National Park. Was it idyllic? It was actually very good. It was really good. We timed the leaves just right when we were driving from Vermont to Bar Harbor. And it's just at the end of the season in Bar Harbor. Um, one of the restaurants I wanted to go to was already closed. They closed the 1st of October or something like that. But um, the vast majority of everything is still open. But um, it was really nice. The weather was perfect. It was clear weather and 70 degrees. And wow, beautiful. For, for that time of the year, it was just about perfect. Did you end up in Bangor at all? We drove through Bangor, Maine, yes. Wow. How was Bangor? I hardly know her. That was on the way to Bar Harbor, so we didn't really stop there that much. But um, Big mistake. Huge. I got to put you on speaker for mom. Okay. We got it. I got to go. Hey. I can hear you now. Tell me about Maine, but briefly, concisely. Maine, um, the lobster was good. (laughs) The the park was really good. Acadia National Park is beautiful. It's, um, it, it was really, really good. And we, so we spent two days there. Um, we went in a, one of those ski trams, yeah, like a ski it. gondola up to the top of the mountain. Gondola. And mom got scared because she's afraid of heights. <laughs> and we, we climbed the goddamn mountain and it was so foggy, the rocks were slippery and there was no railing to protect you of falling off the mountain. It was pea soup bag. We climbed to the top of a bridge <laughs> in Penobscot. It's called the Penat 
Scott Gorge or Penobscot Narrow. Narrows Bridge, and then you go up higher than the Empire State Building in an elevator, and then there's an observation tower up top. So, yeah, all in all, it was really good. I got the car I used points, the flight I used points, most of the hotels I used points, so it only costed us like a thousand bucks. It didn't cost much at all. Um, you're, you're live on the air right now. You're live to the nation. Well, that's good. Can you hear me? (laughs) (laughs) We, I called you because uh, we were talking about Maine because Allison's guest was from Maine and someone who called who was an Allison person is from Maine. And so I just, I just wanted to get your take on Maine. That's good. We, we, um, we took US 2, which is a two-lane highway across from Vermont so that we could see the real cities. And Mom got, we drove over a covered bridge, so that was all good, too. So, yeah, it was a, it was a perfect trip, really. It was very good. Well, I'll talk to you about it more in detail, but now the people know, at least. I'll talk to you later. I'll, ta- I'll call you later after the podcast is on. All right, say, say hello to all your fans. All right. Bye-bye. Love you. Love you. Bye. Love you too, Kevin. <laughs> wow. That was You're good so, to know. Um, friendly. Nice. He's a friendly chap. He's a friendly chap. I have a question for you, Megan. Is Kevin a hunterer or gatherer? Yeah, that's how Lisa wrote it in her notes. He's a hunterer. He's a hunterer? Yeah. Okay. I'm a hunterer too, Jess is the gatherer. I love this question because we've specifically established ourselves as I'm the hunter, she's the gatherer. That is true. And that works. Lauren, would you say you're more of a hunterer or gatherer? I, I mean, I guess a gatherer, right? Yeah. How are you a hunter? You have to, you have to hunt the mushrooms before you gather them though, right? I'm both. I do it all, guys. <laughs> You're the hunter and the gatherer. I mean, this this got brought up, up when we were looking for a new apartment. Jess was very good at finding places and sending a lot of links, and then I went out and looked at the places. Oh, okay. But in general, it's like if something needs to be researched, she'll do the researching, and then when it comes to pulling the trigger and whatever whatever that means given the scenario, I'll be the the action part of it like yeah. now it's happening i mean anyone who knows your career knows that you're a hollywood busy type <laughs> and i think to be successful as a hollywood busy type you've you gotta be a hunterer you're a hunter no you oh, are yeah. a hunter sorry <laughs> i was like no <laughs> yeah 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 sure i i, I suppose you know that's why uh men always have the uh, remote control and they're always flipping through the stations yeah <laughs> yep anyway how are you a hunter give an example of your huntiness hmm i'm pretty hunty um um how you got yourself on allison's podcast yeah that's not something the I gatherer kinda, would I do i kind of forced myself onto her show mm-hmm. i bum rushed it <laughs> i was like um hunted yourself the name ultra fan kind of yeah sure 
Um, Haunted yourself an apartment. Give me more examples because I don't recall anything that I do. She's hunting for another Michelob Ultra. Hmm. I don't know, but I think it's probably a good thing that I'm the way I am. Maybe you guys can help me remember this because I'm using Lisa's notes. She asked, any party tricks? Oh, because I think oh. Allie said that she does the Irish goodbye. Okay, here's the thing. I, I hear people say... It's not a party trick. I hear people say the Irish goodbye a lot, and then I also hear like... Wait, what's what's the other one? The French goodbye? Yeah, I've heard I've heard that too. The French goodbye? I never heard of that. And I I want to know oh why are there different goodbyes but it's the same thing. I'm going to start calling it the Mexican goodbye. I didn't know there was different goodbyes. I've only heard Irish. You know, I was over at Megan's the other day and I did the old Mexican American goodbye. <laughs> what's that? I took your job and I left. Oh. <laughs> when? <laughs> I don't know. Nice. Um, any party tricks, Lauren? I know you're a party gal. Oh man, I I felt like maybe I had one, but I think I don't. I'm sorry. Um, I I like to do the Irish goodbye though. It's 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 not a trick. It's a cowardly. It's a <laughs> useful tactic. Uh, th- this is what I was thinking. What do you think is the minimal amount of people at the party where you can Irish goodbye. Uh, ooh, I, I actually did this one time. My friend invited me to whatever the fuck and because it was their party I just said goodbye to the hosts and then I was gone. I do. That's not an Irish goodbye though. That's the minimum good, people too. Uh, no, no, no. I'm saying like you can't really Irish goodbye if it's four people hanging right, out. Then- Oh, I see. I think five people is too th- small. I'm thinking six people is too small. I was just trying to figure out, like, what what are, what are we working with here where you can actually do that? And I thought that maybe it would be 28 if, if the ninth is yourself. I thought that would be the minimum amount of people for an Irish goodbye. I do the Mexican-American goodbye when it's just two of us. Like, <laughs> I come to your house, Megan, and then I'm and then gone. I go and to you the were bathroom like, and you're gone. Where did he go? Yeah. Don't know. Don't care. Don't ask. He did the M.A. goodbye. What's an M.A. goodbye? Mexican-American oh. goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Stop trying to make pay, M.A. goodbye uh, happen. Pay attention, Megan. Um, I believe that's everything, unless you guys have something for Monday. And by something, I'm looking at Lauren, because Megan doesn't listen to this show anymore. Shut up. I had a question. I had a comment. Hear it. Let's go. How um, did... Allie McKay have any <laughs> canned puppets. I can't think of her name right now. I keep on wanting to say Rachel. Why do I keep wanting to call her Ra- Renee? Do you get any Renee re- vibes off of her? Because I kept on feeling like she reminded me of Renee on uh, a few times. Or is it just me? I didn't. I think you and I react the same way to people who are like very positive and jovial. And I think that's what you're picking up on. It's not that. It's a specific kind of being like, and I got a red coat. Ooh, and I loved it. <laughs> and I was like, okay, maybe um, I'll bring it back. Nope. That's not the right example. Zoning in on the right example. Zoning, thinking, what is Renee E.? Being like, 
say like they did a stupid thing and there's just a like way and uh i don't know a way that they talk when they're self-deprecating yeah. that yeah. is specific and kind of like cringe like they cringe about themselves while mm. they're talking about themselves wow and it's in their voice am i being i i know what sense? you mean i didn't notice okay. the similarity but i will think about it next time i hear ally mckay but it's been a while since renee's been on so i go for hearing some renee at some point all right let's move on to thursday we were her old nippy cheese puffs <laughs> sent in by old nippy cheese herself, Lisa Lowry. She wrote that, not uh-uh. me. <laughs> Megan, you are the expert in anything cheese and nips. <laughs> what the fuck is an old nippy cheese puff? I don't know. I wish I should. I wish I would have. I wish Bobes could chime in about what it is. I bet and I wish I knew. I'm sure I'd like it. I'm sorry. What was that, Lauren? Probably a Trader Joe's snack. Um, that would be bobes of her. That <laughs> would be very bobes of her. Yeah. And I'm going to try a little something since Megan's bringing out the segments. Um, mm-hmm. Who are you we calling? Call. Hello? Elizabeth? Oh, boy. You're the fourth <laughs> caller. You get oh, to be on air. Lisa Lowry, let me know the phrase that pays and you'll be walking home with 1,000 pennies. <laughs> Is it, I'm a dildork? Ooh, so close. It's, I am an old nippy cheese puff. Can can you please explain what this carb is? Oh, I would love to explain what this carb is. <laughs> it is. Oh, sorry. I should, I should say first that you're on the phone with uh, oh. me, your host, uh, Lauren Kelly and hi. Megan P. Love you. Oh, hi. Hi. <laughs> I'm missing a party. Um, it is. Do you know what a cheese puff is? Never heard no, of her. What is it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the phrase that pays. Um, it is like like a bread puff with cheese in it, but nippy cheese is a brand of cheese. It's like an old English cheddar. Oh. What? It's a brand of cheese. It is a brand of cheese. I don't know where it's exactly. So, from. like, there's Tillamook and there's Nippy. Yeah. Old Nippy. Is it old, old nippy, nippy or Nippy? Make sure you get the old Nippy. If you, get, if you just get regular old Nippy, I don't know what you're gonna go home with. N I P P Y. Correct. Wow. <laughs> Have you had old English cheese or whatever it's called? <laughs> She's had old English, but not. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think, I mean, if that's a brand name, I don't think I'd remember. I'd have just mistaken it for being like an English cheese. You know what I mean? Think, yeah, I think it's like that. Yeah. yeah. A cheddar, like an aged cheddar. Mm. <gasps> You're speaking her language. Have you had, have you had wisps? You're speaking your language. We have, we've had wisps. Oh, I love wisps. Oh, yes. Okay. So imagine like a soft, like, like wisp, I guess. But a soft wisp? That's just cheese. You know, like cheddar bay biscuits, but like, where do you get Ooh. them? At Red Lobster. Oh, the nippy cheese puffs. Yes, Lisa, where do we get them? Well, I will have to make them. Because oh. I think it's just a recipe that I saw. for. There's a bunch of recipes for old nippy cheese. And I just thought that puffs sounded cute. And I hoped that she would pick it. So you're saying that this is not a... Re- Jesus, Megan. What is she building? A new pizza hut? 
thing. It's just something mm. people make. Okay. Like that. Like what? That. Snickerdoodles is a cookie, right? Yeah, but like, there's no brand Snickerdoodles. <gasps> oh, gotcha, you know? gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Okay, Elizabeth. Um, in- interesting that you picked up the phone on like zero rings, and yet you couldn't be on the show today. Very interesting. Very interesting. Well, Wow, this is the beginning of the end for you two. (laughs) I'm going straight to the tabloids with the true story about what (laughs) happened here. Well, in any case, uh, Elizabeth, thank you for being on, and we look forward to having you back next week. Absolutely. Thank you, my host. Goodbye. Bye. 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 You didn't even ask her on the show. She... No, I believe her. Mm, I literally told her that I would be recording. As you heard her say that I was going to be with you on the show. And so she just didn't want to be on because she heard you were on. Speaking of. To be fair to you, you did say you can be on the podcast with Lisa and Lauren and I. No, I did not. I said with me and possibly Lauren. I'm defending you, you ass. I know you're defending me, but you're also (laughs) defending me wrong because I didn't mention Lisa at all. Um, I will show you the text where you message. Lisa is dead to me. Well, while you uh, look up me being correct, Mm -hmm. Lisa wrote here, three three episodes asking if Squid Game... Oh, yeah, you didn't mention Lisa. Uh Uh-huh. I just associate BFF, the brand, with Lisa because it's not BFF without her. Lisa wrote, three episodes asking if Squid Game is scary <laughs> and what is scary? Shrugging emoji. Do we care? Megan, you just told me that you finished watching this program. How do you feel about it? The program or the fact that she brought up the scary thing three episodes in a row? Both. Squid Game is amazing. It That's is, a stretch. It is amazing. It is heartbreaking and gruesome. Mm. And leaves you on tenterhooks. Eh? And I <laughs> loved it. Um, And it made Jess... I know what episode they're talking about. That's like a oof, straight dagger to the heart one. And Jess bawled as if her grandmother died. Uh, so it was... I mean, I loved it. I, th- I thought it was awesome. I think that she's beating a dead horse a bit with bringing it up over and over again about the scary thing. But... I just think that saying it's not scary is just semantics. Like, mm. I, I, I get by definition, maybe it's not like... Horror. Like horror, or it's not like, you know, the Scream series, or I know what you did last summer, but or for, like a horror movie. But I get when she says that's scary, like scary can encompass a bunch of other things. And it encompasses those things. So I think that Daniel was just being kind of a dick. And I don't, maybe he didn't let it go. And that's why it bothered her. And now she's not letting it go. I don't know what, what is like, I think she just wants to talk about Squid Game. But then this is like her precursor Squid Game talk. And so she starts with this every (laughs) time. Maybe she is because Daniel said it's not horror, it's not scary. Maybe she's trying to like get people to be like, oh, it's scary, and then she's gonna be like, see yeah. three e, people that so I asked. Daniel, people, it's like a campaign against Daniel on Twitter. Exactly. Uh, 
I don't think she should watch it, though. Can you imagine her watching that show? I wish she would. She could Instead of reading spoilers on Wikipedia, she, she should couldn't. just watch she it. She wouldn't last. You know, she's got to up her tolerance if she's going to survive World War III, which is probably right around the corner. Daniel will have to <laughs> take out the trash. Well, they're fucked. Symbolically and metaphorically. Lauren, what are your thoughts on Squid Game and on Allison repeatedly asking about it? I'm so glad you asked. Um, I think, okay, yeah, I agree with you, Megan, about Allison. I think it's just she's using the word scary when what she means is, like, disturbing, upsetting. Like, that would definitely disturb and upset her. Um, and maybe that feels the same way for her as being scared. Yeah. Another movie that she talked about like that was Human Centipede, which is also very disturbing and like just like um sick or like you know like like it's disturbing. Yeah. If she's like if her reaction is like I don't want to watch this, like that's being scared, even though it's not. But she also mentioned. I don't remember if it was this week or last week when she brought up Skeleton Key. Skeleton Key. She brings up that movie a lot, too. He says Skeleton Key. I love it so much because I just feel like it's like a huge inside joke for like all of the fans of like, oh, Skeleton. Yep. That one scary movie you ever saw. (laughs) I've never saw Skeleton Key. Is it it scary? Yeah. Uh. I mean, like, it was scary for me at the time. I am so much harder now than I was then. (laughs) Mm-hmm. <laughs> it would probably be no thing for me now but um but yeah i thought i just said this yesterday about something else now i can't remember what but i think squid game is like the beatles as in that it's the the most underrated and overrated show mm-hmm. <laughs> i get that because i'll say like yeah like there's a lot of hype but then i'm like but I do think about it a lot after, like, I, yeah. I I was thinking about, like, individual characters and, like, oh, like, that's right. Like, this guy, and, like, the one lady where I was, like, I wonder if she was lying about this and thinking, like, I've been thinking about it a lot mm-hmm. after. Me so. too. And while I was watching it, I'm, like, okay, this acting is actually amazing. Yeah. The fact that what they have to act out and it's believable, I don't know if it's spoilers, but, like. If you need to act out, I'm actually going to die. Yeah. That's a very, very... If you don't convince people of that, like, you would... That would be distracting. But I watch these people and I'm like, yeah, that's... That feels about what what it would look like if I was about to die. So that's what I was in awe of was... I mean, the storytelling and all those things were good, but the acting I could not get over. I'm like, damn, this is... This is really good acting. And and the casting was really good too. The guy that played that like asshole that was with the kind of with the crazy co- girl. Do you know what I'm talking about? I'm yeah, like yeah, he yeah, is yeah, perfectly yeah. cast. He's exactly this person. So I don't know. I loved it. I heard your thoughts about it, but yeah, I thought it was awesome. Um, I'm just happy that um a larger audience is like opening their eyes to stuff made outside of like america i know i was so surprised by america like oh you can read stuff that's awesome (laughs) well i think like schitt's creek was like a big one that was like oh they make shows outside of america that we could enjoy and then when parasite came out it was like it's not outside of america it's canada 
Oh, it's Canada? Canada. Sorry. Outside of the United States. Okay. Um, and then when Parasite came out, I feel like that opened a lot of people's minds to uh, other nations making films. And I think that's good. Because yeah. I'm sick of fucking Marvel fucking movies. Preach. I don't watch them. I can't be sick of them because I don't watch them. <laughs> I'm still sick of them and I don't watch them. I just assume they're really good, but they're not for They're me. not good. Megan, it's fucking horse shit where literally every fucking movie, it's like the end of the world and somehow the good guys always win. And someone's going, well, they didn't win in the last one because the guy snapped his fingers <laughs> and he killed half of it. I don't give a fuck. Shut up, you dorks! I liked um, I liked Thor, and I liked the Spider Verse Spider Man. Did you watch that one? God no. Oh. But we should move on. Okay. To something much better. Daniel says that the Jayhawks are too jangly. <laughs> I don't know who the fuck the Jayhawks are, Megan. But what is the type of music that you hate, and why? Oh, ska. I. <laughs> brass 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 in music um what did uh your fiance play in band brass <laughs> gotcha lauren what's the type of music you hate and why is it polka <laughs> wow i was gonna say jazz <gasps> <laughs> oh Wait, my god this is a this is a, a kids in the hall do you watch kids in the hall she doesn't know anything outside of the United States. All right. I mean, I would go as so far as to say jazz schmazz. <laughs> <laughs> it's the kind of music they play in hell. I think <gasps> it's I think they have the worst of the bad music. Wow. But there's also really really good. Like the range is just so much cuz it's just made up. Yeah. But I can't say I've ever put on jazz music. Yeah. For so, sure. Yeah. I think I think it also has an association with a person that I don't like. So it's like if I mm. think of that music, I'm like, oh, he'd probably be like jamming to this. Uh, Gross. Oh, I think you and Carrie Bradshaw dated the same guy. <laughs> um, Who's your favorite jazz musician? Miles Davis. Oh, I was. I don't have one. <laughs> I thought maybe you wouldn't have one either. And then I was like, <laughs> you're gonna see like, see, you stupid piece of shit. Um, well, I just came to three like 180 on this. But I, well, honestly, this is where I'm coming from is when I pick out uh, music for the shows I work on for this one show I worked on for like two years, a lot of it was just like basic jazz music. And I always thought, oh, it's so easy to find like a decent jazz tune to like put under this whatever I was editing. And so that is my, that is like my reference for jazz isn't bad. So I'm like, oh, yeah, this is fine. But would I listen to it just because I want to enjoy music now? I would. Is, is everyone going to hate me now? Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. Uh, I'm calling the I'm calling the uh, show that. What? Lauren hates jazz. Nice. Um, <laughs> every time you ask someone, you know, what kind of music they like. I remember one time at work, I some girl asked me that, and I was like, I was like, oh, what about you? Let me guess. Everything. Oh, no, she goes, everything. And I go, oh, except country. And we said at the exact same time. And then I was like, why is that so common that people really shit on country? And I guarantee you, they don't know it. Because hmm. when you think of country, you think of like 
I'm driving down the road in my pickup truck. <laughs> and like, pop, it's pop horrible. Country, pop country from like post- 9-11. Post 9-11. Post 9-11. Honestly, that's not a bad marker to it, make. Yeah. Post 9-11 country music is bad. But I also moved to areas where country music wasn't prolific, but where I grew up it was. And so I was just around it and heard more of it and found more songs. Like, I liked the Rascal Flats dog and Lone Star. I did. Toby Keith, Red Ragtop. I like that shit. Wow. But I have I tuned out of country music for a long time, and then I went back home and was just like, this was maybe five years ago, so I'd been gone for a long time, and CMT's countdown of whatever was on, and I'm like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> this is really bad. <laughs> so, yeah. But yeah. you, you're the kind of person that says you like everything, but you actually do like everything. That's not true because I really fucking hate. I thought when you were going to say when you said ska, I thought you were going to say reggae. I don't know what it is about reggae. I really fucking hate it. And like even if I hear Bob Marley and people love Bob Marley, I hear it and I'm just like fucking. (laughs) I wish I was deaf (laughs) because it is awful. Hmm. And there's oh, yeah. And world music. I don't know why. What's world I don't music? Type it into YouTube and then prepare to toss your phone or computer across the room. Isn't that what NPR plays all the time when they play music? I don't listen to NPR, so I'm going to say no. World music, again, it's just so broad. Yeah, I'm very broad. Yeah, broad. I hate, I hate everything that is world and reggae. I will say you have one of the most admirable taste in music that I know because oh, you are so open yeah. to so many things there and are... you don't have like any shame about what the fuck you like. You're yep. like, yeah, fucking Tupac, fucking Taylor Swift. I love that shit. I hate and Tupac. I, I, well, whatever. <laughs> you're like, I, I like that about you a lot yeah. is you're like, yeah, I fan for fucking Taylor Swift and oh, I fan for yeah. 80s hip hop and you fan for all the things. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you. But I'm sure some people who are listening to this show are probably like, she doesn't know him at all because his music sucks. Do you like metal? Um, I do love me some metal. I'm wearing my <laughs> Selena Slayer shirt right now. The I love Selena you love and Selena. Slayer. The eclecticness so, is what I admire. I'm, you know, I'm just like so cool. Like, you know, just like <laughs> cool music and cool stuff. Because I'm cool, but you know? But what's cool about people who have cool music tastes is that they just like what they like. Yep. Exactly. And that's what makes you cool. Like, like Greg Heller, fucking cool. Mm-hmm. He's into music and he likes whatever he likes. It doesn't, he's not like, it's not dictated by... Like, oh, it's not cool to like that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know what they say about me, Megan? I like what I like, and I'm friend with Megan. (laughs) What? You like what she likes, and you're friends with Megan? Forget it. Okay. Uh, Was it a Seinfeld thing, and you tried to insert it there? What rhymes with likes? (laughs) Sorry, you're going to edit that out. That was the joke. Anyway, these are the jokes. You're offensive. Um, You're so offensive. You're canceled. (laughs) You're like the next graham cracker cereal guy. Graham cracker cereal. (laughs) Graham cracker cereal. Mm, That that tastes pretty good. That sounds pretty good. (laughs) It does. (laughs) Um, Allison's Jewish awareness story revisited. Damashek asked, how far would her blindness have gone on at her bat mitzvah? Mm, That was such a good question, though. And now is the time that we're going to wake up your girl, your fiance, pardon, 
Okay. And ask her about her bar mitzvah. You didn't wake up a Jewish woman to chime in on Jewish things. JK. Wow. Megan. Wow. What was I'm your? I'm kidding. She'd probably love to. She would. Love she loves to. talking about her Jewishness. If you had been lied to your whole life by your parents, would you um, still be bringing it up? Because I think I would. How could you not? Lied to. <clears throat> Like a wise man once said, and I know I'm always quoting those wise men, I just found out my whole life I was lied to. I just found out my mom does more dope than I do. Who that? Eminem. Oh, damn. Uh, When I think about this specifically, maybe it's just because of the rounds we've done on it. I've been able to see it from multiple perspectives. Mm. But I think at one time I was like, that is so fucked up. But now like having thought about it multiple times because of how much it got brought up, I'm like, and she's even mentioned it, like, fear did this to him. Like, fear of Holocaust-like situations that, honestly, with Trump, if he would have got a second term, I don't know how far away we would have gotten from that. And so it's like, if you're fearful to that extent, I may be able to look back and have some forgiveness, but I also don't know her dad as a whole human being. And I sure as hell think if I told things to people about my mom, they'd be like, oh, but Bibi Baba, and this is why maybe you should think about having some compassion. I'd be like, go fuck off. Hmm. So I don't know. It can be commentated on because she talks about it, but I don't feel like my commentary is relevant because I feel like, it is fucked up, despite how, what the motivation was. Lauren, you're a mother. Would you lie to your kids for a large majority of their life about something so big as uh, their cultural background? No. <laughs> no, I would not. So you're better than Allison, is what you're saying. Or sorry, you're better than Allison's parents. Yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think I, I hope I am. I don't have kids. So, I mean, you like you said, you could look at it many ways. You could say he did it for their protection and look at what happened with Trump. So, you know, maybe he was right. I think it's kind of fucked up. It is. It is fucked up. It could also be the other thing. I think that I think that's the thing. You know why it's most fucked up? Why? Because Christmas is really overrated. I think Hanukkah... <gasps> I've just passed to the other to the other side. I think Hanukkah is a much better tradition, and she should be celebrating it instead of lame ass Christmas. I'm Sorry, leaving. Leanne, I said it. I'm leaving. Bye. My own house. There's the you door. You can live here now. You can go. You can stay with Jess and have Hanukkah with her. Oh, I, I don't want to see people's families though. Oh, then you don't want to be with Jess. I don't want to be <laughs> Jewish anymore. <laughs> um, oh, we got another round of this, Megan. What is the worst food to eat while driving? <laughs> oh. As old school BF, or BFF Aryan boyfriend fans, we know they've talked about this before. Soup. Do you think it's soup? I didn't give it any extra thought. I just thought immediately to the last time we talked about it and that it was soup. And I was like, yeah, it's soup. Yeah. Lauren, any thoughts? Also, is this just while you're driving or when driving. you're a passenger? 
driving. Yeah, okay. Then, yeah, soup. I mean, I don't ever eat in the car, but I don't ever drive that far that, you know, that I have to eat in the car. Oh, I've had some mishaps in the car because I chose to eat in them. You know what I'm going to say? This is uh, more Western-centric bullshit, you know? We're used to eating with utensils, so it's like everything is so difficult for us. Plenty of other cultures just use their hands. And then them, you could fly a plane. You could you could fly a helicopter and be eating minestrone soup. <laughs> no big NBD. They're just used to eating with their hands. Us, because we're stupid, not using our hands for what they're meant for you know people eat soup with their hands in don't other judge don't judge megan no, i'm asking you if they do you can't judge other cultures it's 2021 <laughs> soon to 22 do you want me to ask siri if other cultures <laughs> eat soup with their hands do it but your phone is face down so you have to turn it face up hey siri my phone doesn't listen to you oh. my phone just told you go eat some soup anyway um i mean if you guys have a food that you think is hard to eat, call the hotline or put it on BFF's uh, Facebook group. Do but you, we already know. Do you eat a lot in the car? Oh my God, so much. Yeah, I do too. <laughs> I'm a piece of shit. Um, it scares Jess, so I've had to stop a little. But I eat like hard shell tacos and oh yeah. stuff like that. That's easy. That's a one-hander. Oh, my catastrophe was when I had s- just gotten this... Ooh, delightful uh breakfast burrito when i was in a deep breakfast burrito phase and i put it in the middle where like the the little digital clock is and there's that flat part so i'm like this will work out perfectly and i put my like and by the way la burritos are like 16 dollars a burrito it's crazy Mm. so this was like 28 dollars worth of breakfast (laughs) and i had like a single nibble of the breakfast burrito and i had a bunch of american fries and i did not even American slam, fries. but American just like... American fries. American fries. What are American fries? Like potato wedge type things. American fries. Oh, they were not They were not French fries. They were American fries. Yeah, I never fries. heard of that. Okay, cool. Even though French is the cut, not the country. Go on. So I put on the brakes and it just went... <laughs> all into the motherfucking passenger seat. Grease all over the place. And I was so mad. And I've done that a couple times where I'm like, I should learn my lesson by now. But I'll eat all kinds of shit. I've ate, like, Chipotle in the car, like a Chipotle bowl. Wait, were you alone in the car? Yeah. So why did you not put the burrito on the passenger seat where it can't go flying as easily? That's a good question. I I think we just learned something about Megan. I reflected on the same thing later. (laughs) I just thought it was right there. I'm like, yeah, perfect. Oop, perfect. (laughs) um megan now that we uh now that i have joined the uh two-wheeled uh brethren on the road uh much like you um i would say it's pretty impossible to eat anything when you're piloting one of those i've eaten empanadas on my scooter oh well to be fair your scooter's automatic (laughs) my scooter's automatic but it would be impossible for yeah you like having the the manual lee lee bruns a man who has spent more time on two wheels than i have on two legs (laughs) Um, how, or what is the hardest food to eat, or the only, what, what foods has what food he eaten? What food can you eat on, on a, motorcycle? a motorcycle? I was going to say, yeah. what's the best food to eat in the car? Like, probably something like an empanada that's nice and contained, you know, like. Yep. 
I was thinking burrito, something like that. A pocket mm. of something. Like a, a calzone. It's got the pita pocket. A calzone. The pita pocket <laughs> catches pita pocket. all the grease. All right. Um, double date stories, question mark. Lauren, you're a gal who has been on dates. Have Look any of them? That. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, you know, you have a lot of friends and I'm sure you were dating at some point. Have you ever gone on double dates? I don't think so. Not really. Never. I'm going to let you think. <laughs> Megan, <clears throat> double date. Have you done it? I feel like I must have. It seems uh, like it probably came up at some point, but I was thinking about what makes a double date a double date, and I do think... Nice. And I do think... A key element of a double date means that it is a blind date somewhat. Like, oh, my partner is meeting your partner for the first time. There is a blind date element to it. If it's just like, because I just saw, went out with to dinner for the first time with a couple of her friends, but that wasn't a double date. Right. That's Because that, it's yeah. also like more of like an acquaintance type thing. Like, yeah, if I'm going out and you're my friends, that's not a double date. It's more of a like, Oh my God, we're getting to know each other. Let's get to know each other while everyone's getting to know each other kind of thing. Right? Yeah. So like if you and Jess went on a date with me and my boo, it would just be like four of us hanging out. Exactly. It wouldn't be a double date. Good luck finding someone. But yeah. Uh, if you listen to the show, you know I already did. And we're quite happy. Wow. No big deal. What episode? What's the time code? I don't know, like a week or two ago, <laughs> at like at the beginning. Leanne, tell me the time code. Leanne does not do your dirty work. But speaking of dirty work and double dates, if you have a successful double date, it can lead to some soaking ah! and jump humping. <laughs> Lauren, you've had quite the reaction. Um, any thoughts on jump humping and soaking? The jumping one sounds crazy to involve another person right that can't be real that that's like an snl sketch or something that's not a real thing okay. it can't be a real thing i think oftentimes when i think of other religions and the things they do i'm like this can't be real i think it is it's extremely stupid yeah. but i think it could be real but if you're so like buttoned up and religious you're gonna be like hey by the way stranger will you thrust me into this person I mean, there's two things. Well, one, do you think it's possibly like, I think BYU tweeted about this. So do you think it's like some kid goes to BYU because their parents are like, we can get in for cheap because we're big in the Mormon community and they don't really give a shit about Mormonism, but they're trying to smash cheeks while they're in college. And so they're like, yeah, babe, like, you know, we're not really having sex if I just put it in. And uh, Tom from... <laughs> down the hall like jiggles the bed around <laughs> or is it like actually like two religious kids who are just super horny and want a loophole i don't know we'd have to ask the mormon community mm -hmm. um, the soaking i've heard of years ago from either on allison <laughs> either on allison's show or on another podcast i heard it mentioned um so this is the first Tell time i more. heard it but the jumping one this is the first time i heard it 
but mm-hmm. I think that it obviously is definitely still sex, and they should just ha- have real. You should just real do sex. It. <laughs> just do it. Just have real sex. Just do it. Um, Megan, if you were to jump hump, would you want a stranger or your closest friend? Stranger. Mm, okay. I want to never see that person again. Are you kidding me? You could just like get a Postmates guy. Yeah. To like come by and be like, hey, while you're here. Task rabbit. Thumbtack.com. Oh my God. This is how we find out if it's real or not. We go to Utah. We put ourselves on Task Rabbit. Utah is beautiful too, by the way. I think they. It is beautiful. I've been and it's gorgeous. Utah's amazing. Yes. Um, Yeah. Let us know out there. Have you ever jump humped? Have you ever soaked? (gasps) Have you heard of these things before it was mentioned? Never in a million years would I even consider this. You heard because of soaking. No. Yeah. Oh, she has. <laughs> yeah. See, so I saw the same thing that Daniel said he saw, uh, Sarah Silverman's tweet about it, but I wasn't paying attention to like the source, so I thought it was just some like TikTok words that I didn't understand and I didn't care very much, so I didn't look into it. But what I also thought was funny and cringe was the fact that Allison was like, oh yeah, I mean like our Mormon friends, Jenna and Al, beep, 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And then Dave was like, shut up. Like you don't get to choose and pick what your shit is. And I'm like, oh damn. Hopefully Jenna doesn't listen. Cause he kind of tore that apart. I don't remember that part, but oh. that's Do you remember funny. that part? Yeah. Cause was that when they were talking about, was that when they were talking about polygamy and Allison was like, they don't actually do that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Or that, and then Dave was like, "No, no, no! You don't get to do that." Not knowing he's talking about our beloved, right? Yeah. <laughs> who, if I didn't have the, a personal connection with Jenna and Al, I would definitely be talking the same amount of shit. But I'm, I feel protective of yeah. them. Yeah. Um. I. Oh, last uh, question. Do you think that? Oh, Megan is leaving. Okay, bye, Lauren. Do you think that Allison, she mentioned that Jenna, Al, Greg, and Jeff will be on very soon. Do you think Allison has the ovaries to ask them about jump humping and soaking? I hope not, because I think that they don't, I don't think they want to talk about it. I think that, like, the polygamy thing, it's like, oh, God, now everyone's wanting to talk about this gross shit, you know? Like, I hope she doesn't bring I mean, well, now maybe she has to because she talked about it, and then I don't know. But I'll feel I'll feel cringe if 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 it's brought up in front of Jenna and Al. I'll be. <laughs> yeah, I. Seeing as how Jenna does a show for BYU TV, oh. I guarantee that she will basically try to get out of saying anything incriminating. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like I mentioned in the dream team, thank you. I don't think they are the people to ask about this no. because just because BYU tweeted about it doesn't mean that Jenna and Al are experts right. on it. Yeah, I think right. this is a horny college student thing. Yeah. And if Allison wants answers, she should ask some horny college students. Well, similar to like how I, I don't know if it's Catholic people that they would go like oh like i i have to stay a virgin until i'm married so let's like do it in the butt 
You know how that used to be like a thing for I think it's Catholic. Yeah, that's Mormon religion, though, isn't it? That's all. That's like Christian stuff. Yeah, I think it's like that, and it like they. I feel like they don't want to talk about that, so I don't think I'll, that Jenna wants to talk about this. <laughs> Again, with the anal thing, God's loophole. <laughs> um, shout out to Garfunkel and Oates. Is that real? I mean, I know we only have six and a half listeners, but if any of you have ever done this as like a loophole for have, have has anyone ever had loophole sex because this sounds so fake to me the anal stuff the jumping the soaking but you don't have the guilt of a christian if you're desperate to want to fuck and you are cornered you're between god and a hard place aka your own donor you'll try to think of something Hmm. Right? I... It doesn't shock me that people are trying to find a way around it, really. But it's stupid as hell. In this case... Know, it doesn't make it not stupid. Well, if that's the case, I'm going to victim blame to the person who's being penetrated because you've been penetrated. Just do it. You're not getting away with anything. And you've penetrated, penetrator. Just, <laughs> just wait till... Uh, the Lord Jesus blesses you with a youngin, and then you're going to be like, but I didn't have sex. Why did I use that accent? <laughs> I didn't have sex. I was jump humped. <laughs> this fruit of my loin wow. is a sin in God's eyes. It's a loophole. Mm. Well, on that note, I think uh, we have yapped for long enough. Megan, you have a mouthful of bread and cheese mm-hmm. and sauce. Aww. So I'm going to skip you for a second mm-hmm. and say, Lauren, if you want to be found, where can the people find you? Um, oh, you can follow my Instagram and hopefully see some glowing mushrooms. Um, Lauren underscore loves underscore mushrooms. Yes. Megan, before you cram your face full of bread... Where can the people find you if you want to be found on the internet by people? I don't want to be found. If you don't friend, if you're not already my friend, you're late to the game, baby. That's the cutoff. <laughs> Today is the cutoff. Whenever you're hearing this, <laughs> um, you can find me at Go Fuck Yourself, and you can follow Lisa at BF. F. Lisa Lowry, and you can um, be on the show. I mean, if someone would email us at bff bffancast at gmail dot com, we would totally have you on. Um, on that note, uh, oh, shout out to all the Packers fans. I'm gonna edit. What's her face from Twitter? I'm going to edit that out because your mouth is full of food. Um, we'll be back next week with your host, Elisa, and maybe some guests. Goodbye. Just so fly.
Ain't coming off wet. And for all y'all suckers that don't know, check it out. 